All right, so uh, welcome to something uh, different on uh, Mistaken Identity. Obviously, we are um, looking at the personal lives of uh, people, usually that are associated with uh, the Cubs, but you may have heard that um, a lot of us uh, have invaded <laughs> Soldier Field and that we're over there uh, working in a new territory. And uh, myself and especially Kyle, we ran across one of their supervisors uh, who we thought was just awesome and uh, somebody that uh, you all should know. And that is Joe, who is here today. Joe, how's it going? How's it going, man? Thanks for having me on. And I'm sure you can attest that from the first day that we met you, we were like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. Yeah, no, it uh, it started off pretty quick when we met. Uh, there was a lot going on, so yeah. So now, before I even get to uh, the Bears and the football and that kind of stuff, uh, I, we discussed this one-on-one, but for the world, what is your stance on the Cubs? Where do you stand with the uh, with, with the team, the Cubs? Uh, well, I, I don't know if this is the right platform to be saying it on, but I'm, I'm, I am a Southsider, so... So uh, I, I'm an employee for the Cubs when I'm up there, but that is about as much Cub as you're going to get out of me up on the north side. Now, when you say you're an so, employee for the Cubs when you're up there, what do you mean? Elaborate on that. What do you mean? Uh, I do rooftop work for, for my company, so I spend pretty much majority of my summer at Wrigley Field. Yes, and we're going to get to the uh, rooftop experience later because uh, most of us are only familiar with the inside, not the rooftops. Um, so let's go. Um, back to the the easy stuff. Uh, where are you from? Uh, so I'm actually from the south suburbs of Chicago, um, but currently I live in the city. Uh, I've been going to school down here for four years now, so I live in the south side in Bridgeport. All right, and what school do you go to? Uh, I go to Illinois Institute of Technology. Ooh, and what's your major? Uh, right now I'm studying information technology management, and I'm doing a master's in cybersecurity. You know, you know, you look 18, but how old are you really? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm 21. Yes. Um, all right. So uh, this now this is your first year as a supervisor, correct? Yes. I'm three months into it now, four months into it. Now, how did you make the uh, transition from being a, I don't know what it's called, a um, – event staff person at Soldier Field to being the a supervisor. How did you make that jump over? Well, coming out of COVID, um, there was not a lot of employees coming back right away. So there was events that needed staffing. And uh, when bear seasons rolled around, uh, they were looking for experienced staff that was left over. And uh, just a phone call came through. Uh, would you like to do supervising for bears? And it just kind of went on from there. Now, Kyle is not here. But um, me and him uh, got to see you at work at a concert, and we were blown away because you were flipping human beings that were, I think they were uh, stage diving or whatever it's called. I'm not into the whole rock scene, but whatever they were doing. Oh, surfing. Body surfing. Crowd surfing. Body surfing. And we look up, and you're just like grabbing human beings, flipping them over, and bringing them out to the um, barricade. And we're just like, who is this guy? Like, who? Like, who? So <laughs> we're not used to that kind of stuff because yeah, we don't no, do that. 
But uh, that's crazy. That, that, that seems pretty intense. Yeah, no, that uh, that part of the job is is not in the description, but it it's is not. it is it is hidden in there. You just don't know it. Um, when I first got this job, I was put on the barricade just purely because of my size right off the bat. I didn't have experience there. And at there, you could write movies or books about, about the stuff that happens on the barricade. And in that particular concert was one of the, one of the craziest I think I've worked. And then it's, when you were uh, done we, and when it was over and me, me and Kyle saw you at the end, uh, because there's no air conditioning, right? Obviously, but when me and Kyle saw you, you were just like wet from, you were just like, so oh, yeah. you were just, yeah, no, when I, when I work shows like that, I, I come with an extra pair of uh, a clothes after a, a towel and all that you get, it gets hot. It gets very hot. I've just never seen anybody take human beings and flip them. Just, not just one, but like just repeatedly just, okay, here's a guy. I mean, I got to Yeah. I, I got to give it up also to uh, some of the other guys we worked with Eric that day. He was a new guy in the barricade. And he, that was new for him too. That was his first day doing something like that. So I bet, I bet he was pretty surprised. But when you when you do so many shows, you just get used to to pulling people over, and it just kind of becomes second nature. Yeah, you, it's, it's wild. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't train for that either. They don't. There's no training for that. You just it just goes. Yeah, you you definitely and you and we told you that day. You you earned Kyle and I. We were just we were just sitting there in awe watching. Uh, it's all happening. We're just like, wow, we, we've been sheltered from this because in our in our environment at Wrigley Field, we don't do this kind of stuff. But to see uh, what goes on. <laughs> and, and when you're at the show, too, when you're just at these shows, you don't even see that really happening. You don't no, you don't no. realize how that person gets over the barricade, what, what happens once they're at the front of the stage. Yeah, you don't. Uh, um, so, so Phil, um supervising now, we've had a few games. Uh what are some things you like and what are some things you don't like? And then I'm going to go with mine. Um, some of the things I like, um, honestly, just being able to be in the stadium like that. You know, I, I never been able to, to get around the stadium. So just being able to pretty much go anywhere in the stadium, see everything, how it all runs. Um, and just being at all the games. Uh, that being said, that is also one of the things I don't like. Um, is the stadium is very complex and very hard to get through. And so trying to manage it is very, very difficult and, and complex. It's, honestly, it's it's the managers that, that make that place go. And without without knowing how to get around that place, it's, it is very hard, very difficult. But and, and I'll also say dealing with just Bears fans in general or any NFL fans at a game, that is that is an environment that is very intense the entire time and very, very crowded. So you never know what's going to happen at those games. You, any person can approach you differently, and you know, you just don't know. Yeah, you know, it, it's a different crowd than a baseball crowd. Um, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, usually when I work with you at the Bears game, it's um, because I'm in the uh, – on, on days when I'm in the uh, south end zone, I'm in the, I'm in the very calm, cool, and collect 100 section. But then up there where you are right above me, uh, and that Twitter section, it can get wild pretty quick. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The the higher you go in the stadium, the crazier it gets. Yes, and I think uh, uh, at the last game, I think I heard you on the radio. Um, you were call you were calling about one event, and there was another one that you had to go to. I'm like, yeah, he's having fun up there. And <laughs> yeah, we yeah, it was back and forth, and you're you're moving through the big crowds trying to get somewhere fast, and 
yeah, it, it goes nonstop. Those radios in your ear are constantly going during those games. Yeah, and I will say this, though, for me at least, uh, the game last Sunday, uh, San Francisco, was more wild uh, than the Packers game. I thought the Packers game was going to be yes. the wildest. It was Absolutely. not that at yeah. all. It was this last game that was insane. Yeah, I think – and I think it was, it was so many 49ers fans at that game. And oh, yeah. the Bears not winning that game definitely didn't make tension in the stadium any bit better. Yes. Uh, now, tell me, um, because you are leading people, right, and you're very young. Um, so, you know, how do you – what's your management style? How do you – you know, you get new staff almost every game almost. You know, how, how do you manage and lead and get people to do what you need them to do? Um, honestly, this started right when I started because I was thinking about – because I've been an usher. I've been in all those positions before pretty much all around the stadium from standing at a door to being at a barricade or all these crazy spots. So I, whenever I meet an employee, whether they be new or, or experienced, I just think about how I would want to be treated if I was in that position and, and the job roles that I need to get done if I was there. Um, I'm always always coming back and making sure all the employees are checked on pretty constantly. Um, but I just like to make sure everyone feels comfortable at their position. I don't want anybody to feel like, you know, because I've been in spots before where you don't know what you're doing um, and the manager just kind of leaves you there. And and that can be stressful, especially in that environment where you have people in your face yelling at you all the time. So just making sure that your employees know that if you need to be like, if you need support, that you're going to be there for them and that you're going to be on top of them and have their back. Because as a lot of the new employees are young, too, so yes. it, it can be an intimidating space sometimes. Yes. And uh, so my, my likes and dislikes. Um... We don't have this at Wrigley Field, but I love it. The break pass thing. Uh, actually, that's my like and it's like. But for, I like the concept of the break pass. But uh, I've discovered that it's hard for me to uh, remember who's coming back when, who needs their ID back <laughs> in a certain area. Because um, I give a break pass and they're gone, whatever. And I forget, oh, they're, they're going to be waiting for me when they come back. There. But I'm so busy doing something else. Did I forget to go back and give them, give them their ID and get the break pass? Yeah. yeah, that the break passes they they work and then they have their downsides as well because <laughs> yes. you forget you forget about them. You do forget yes. about them sometimes. Uh, now, my my other like is that uh, when I am at a gate, it is peaceful. It is I mean everybody's in by kickoff. Um, the majority of the crowd is in, and I can just chill until the game is over. Hey, you get a nice break. You get a nice oh, break. <laughs> whenever she says, hey, you're at a gate today, because she moves me all around, because I, I can do any spot. But she, whenever she says you're at a gate today, I'm like, yes. Like, <laughs> go, go for it, you know. Uh, it's what she says. Yeah. You know what? You're in, uh, you know, you're in the end zone, south zone today. That's what I'm like, great. But at a gate, I mean, uh, and I also like how at the end of the game, on the scoreboard, there's a clock that says this stadium is closing at this time, and people tend to respect that, and they just start to tend to leave. Yeah, not yeah, the, have it. the timer games. works. The timer does work. People I, I, see it. And they leave. Really? Like I'm like, I need to write these things down and take these notes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they follow the herd. The herd mentality. Everyone sees it, and they just start leaving. Yes, yes. Now, tell me, what is the um, either as a usher or as a supervisor? Um, what is the craziest thing fan-wise you've experienced at Soldier Field? At Soldier Field, 
Um, I mean, I witnessed this. This was a, as an usher. Uh, this was a couple years back. I think it was Detroit Lions were in town. And there's a, the big set of ramps, you know, to go from the, the 100 level all the way up to the 300 level. And this was after the game. I, I was standing there off to the side just by a, a staircase. Didn't really have much of a job. Just don't let anybody go up the staircase. And I'm looking up at the at the ramp, and there's about a 30-man fight coming down this uh, this ramp. But there's nobody. There's no security. There's nobody. I'm the only one standing here. And I'm thinking in my head, all right, do I – is this is this my job? Do, what, what am I supposed to do right now? And just watching these guys – fight it out all the way down this ramp and just walk out like nothing happened uh that watching all these guys beat each other up after a game was pretty filled fulfilled my full night of of work of entertainment right at the end wait so what ended up happening though did they just fall all out the gate i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna speak about the company that's supposed to respond to that <laughs> but they they never did show up so sure. the fight just ended up outside the stadium I'm not really too sure what happened after that. Wow. You know, I've never seen a fight at Soldier Field, ever. Ever at, a, at the field? Never. Uh Recently, we had a couple. We've definitely had a couple recently. I've never seen uh, the I've never 40- seen them. They're never, where I, or they're ne- they're never where I am. Uh, I'm using the 100 levels, and that's it. But I've never seen them. As a supervisor, witnessing a fight is no fun. Because <laughs> that just makes the rest of your day a lot more intense. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I've just never seen them. I mean, you're up higher. Um, you know, than I am. But I've never, I've never, I've never seen that. Obviously, at the gate. Well, I didn't see a fight. I saw somebody get arrested, but uh, I've never seen a fight um, at the gate or in the 100 level. So, you know, knock on wood, I probably see a thousand on the next time. But um, yeah, the nice, the nice thing about the 100 levels, it's all season ticket holders for the most part. So, hmm. or people that have been given season tickets by by a friend or something. So, people don't normally get too rowdy down there physically, but up in the two, 300 level. I think people just don't think anyone's watching or they just, the alcohol has consumed them too much where they don't care anymore. But the, it gets, it gets you, rowdy up there. Do you feel that people are more disrespectful and rude than, than years past or is it just me? I feel like since we've come back to doing events in person, People have just lost all respect for rules at, at <laughs> any event. I, I feel like they just don't care. Maybe it's their first time coming back out to events. But uh, I do feel like crowds have definitely been more uh, live than they than they used to be. Okay. Uh, now, we know that you are a Sox fan, but are you a Bears fan? I am a Bears fan. Um, some days are harder than others, but I, I am a Bears fan. <laughs> okay. So what do you think about Justin Fields? I love Justin Fields. Uh, I got a chance to catch one play. Uh, he ran in for a touchdown after after missing two tackles in the backfield. Um, I just really hope he gets the opportunity to be talented at the Bears. I, I hope they can build some sort of offense around him. Let me back up real quick. You know, so at uh, at Soldier Field, um, uh, the way the stadium is shaped, uh, you know, it's somewhat easy to see the game. Obviously, uh, so you can see the game every once in a while. Um, but the hardest thing for me to police is the no cell phone policy. I'm just curious as to how you uh, handle that with your staff. How do you handle that no cell phone policy with your staff? I'm just curious. <laughs> the no cell, I and and I always bring it back to like when I was an employee. I tell every employee at the beginning of every shift, I will let you use your cell phone. I just do not want to see you using it when you're working. 
if you need to use it, I'll give you the chance to go use it. But, and, and if I see someone using it when, when they're out, um, I'll almost give them like, all right, if you get caught doing this, here's what's going to happen. You're going to end up going home for the day. You don't want that to happen. You, you, this is your job. Here's the consequences. Please don't let me see you doing this again. And I would say for the most part, people respect that. Um, I have unfortunately had to tell people to go home. I, I don't want to have to do that, but sometimes people just do not respect it and you are there doing a job. So, so, it, so, it does far, have to so, happen. so this season, you just sent somebody home this season. I didn't, it was later in the game and we were already letting people go home and they were not, they weren't really doing anything anymore. So I let them go with the group that was, they weren't supposed to be released at that time, but I let them go with a, a group that was already released. Um, not sending them home, so getting them in trouble in sense, but just basically cutting their work day for the day. Okay. Now, other than the Bears, uh, what other sports and teams do you like? Um, what other sports and teams? I recently got big into soccer. I never used to be a soccer fan, but uh, my roommate put me big into uh, to the Premier League and all that stuff at the beginning of the year, and I've been watching that for a while now. Never thought I would be into soccer, but I think that's a pretty fun sport to watch. Yeah, one of my best friends, uh, Keiston, is into the Premier League, actually. Um, okay. Now, do you feel that the – this is a question you probably can't answer, but what is your gut telling you? Are the Bears going to stay in Chicago or are they going to move to a new stadium? What's your gut telling you? I think that their move out of Chicago is something that's going to happen only because – and and I worked I've worked at the stadium now for three almost four years, and it doesn't make sense logistically as a large organization to have that size stadium for future teams. You can just see it across the league. All these teams are transitioning to completely new stadiums, and Soldier Field is just beyond outdated to the point to where holding newer events and bigger bigger shows there is not is not going to be possible. And it's also a historic landmark, so they can only do so much to the architecture of the building. Okay. So I think yes. I think yes. They will They will have to. Okay. So as a South Sider, though, I'm sure you must have enjoyed your White Sox this year, though. I absolutely did. <laughs> absolutely did. I had a great year being a Sox fan. I went to, now, I'm a Tim Anderson fan, by the way. So I do love Tim Anderson. I'm trying to get him on the podcast, by the way. But um, I uh, did go to the last uh, Sox playoff game. Uh, that they had. The last one I, I did go. I had not been to a soccer game in about 10, 10 years. Matter of fact, when I was trying to get my lift, I was still calling it um, U.S. Cellular Field. And lift, the machine was like, what is that? So <laughs> that's a lot of yeah. But uh, I got to say, I, I actually enjoyed myself. I thought the music was too loud. I enjoyed myself. Uh, completely different atmosphere than Wrigley because when the game is over at Wrigley, I can go across the street, have dinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um can really do that on the south side. But I have, to, I have to admit, I did enjoy myself at the south game. How many games do you get to go to? Um, This year, I, I was able to work a couple, and then I think I attended close to 15 or 20. I, I went to a decent amount of games this year. I was able to see game three of the playoffs, I believe it was. Okay. Uh, the one the White Sox won, won at home, came back on. And that, for me, was one of the best games I've seen live. So I, I had a lot of fun being there. Um, it definitely is a different atmosphere than Wrigley, though. It is, it is definitely the whole south side, north side. There is a big difference between the stadiums. And on that topic, we're going to go north now. So you got the chance to uh, – you worked at the rooftops on how many seasons? 
Um, this was my first full season. I've done a couple um, in the past two, three years sporadically, but I did majority of the season. I think I did 30 or 40 games this year. So for those of us that don't know, uh, typically, what do you all, what do you do at the rooftop? What is the actual job? Um, so the rooftop, there's usually two or three people in a rooftop. Uh, you have some someone down at the front door, usually two people. They do ID checks, and they kind of help out bringing people in. Um, and then during the game, you just roam the building. You make sure everyone maintains all the building policies set by whatever the manager wants. And every building is completely different. The rules in each building is is pretty different depending on the rooftop, who's coming in, um, even who's playing, all that kind of stuff. But uh, it, it, you're just maintaining all the rules of the rooftop over there, which is typically the same rules as the stadium. So you all do all the rooftops, then? Not, it's not just one. There is, I think, one rooftop not owned by the Wrigley, and that's the one we don't do. Um, the, other than that, we do all of them. So you can be at a different one. Every, you can pretty much be at a different one. Or you're at the same one all the time. Um, some of the older staff who have been working for the company for a while kind of have some of their set rooftops that they do. Um, but I typically go to whatever rooftop needs help or just has open people. So, and I'm just, and this is just me as the Cub fan, just curious. So nothing about the Cubs experience and the neighborhood and the stadium um, makes you say, oh, this is, this is not a bad experience. <laughs> no, nah, it's a it's a great experience up there. I don't dislike the atmosphere up there at all. Um, it's, it's just not what I was raised watching baseball and all that stuff. I do like, I mean, you can go anywhere up there on the north side and enjoy some food or a bar or something like that. There's plenty of places to go up there, so. And definitely what Wrigley's done in the past couple of years with the area, it's it's very beautiful down there now. It's it's very nice to be around up there. Now, what is it that you do after the Bears game? Because I tried to go out to eat one day after the Bears game and try to get a lift and whatever, and it took me about an hour to go like maybe four blocks. So what do, what do you do after Bear games? Unfortunately, when you work the Bears games or if you do Sox games over here on the south side, getting food after a game is pretty much impossible. That's you just got to think about that before the game, because uh, yeah, everyone's trying to get a piece piece of food somewhere, and there's nowhere for you to go, and because you're the last person to get there too, all the fans get there before you, so I usually just end up going home and eating. Getting getting food when you're out over here is pretty hard after the games. Do you ever eat at Wrigley? Because I mean, not really at Soldier Field because there's so many options there. Some oh at at Soldier Field, I I can't justify it. I can't justify an hour of my work at Soldier Field going right into my lunch. Um, <laughs> I just can't. Um, but I usually, if if when you're leaving, I think they sometimes have hot dogs left over. It's a cold hot dog, but you can, it'll it'll fill you up a little bit on the way out. Uh, yeah, I, the the Soldier Field games are definitely uh, hungry days. Sometimes they're long days working. Yeah. Now, are there any? concerts that you have worked at soldier field that you loved i have never done a concert at soldier field now i'm assuming now is that by choice just didn't want to do it or i don't i don't think i've had the opportunity to do one i don't know if our company's been scheduled for any of those before um not that i've seen what about uh soccer i haven't done any of the soccer games i think that's a, a new thing on our schedule as well yeah so now Backstory, uh, back in 2000, and for a couple of three or two or three years, 
uh, I worked at Soldier Field with Mary Beth, actually. Um, and I was doing concerts and I was doing um, soccer games and all of that because uh, I couldn't take the cold with bears. So I'm like, I'll, you know, I'll do this over here. I'll do that, you know, but um, it was freezing uh, back then. Um, how do you cope with the weather? Uh, layers on layers on layers. I, I got the wool socks, the, the long johns, you get the big park out. And I don't know, I don't know what we have for, for supervisor cold gear, but, uh, as an usher, you get a giant parka and that usually keeps you pretty warm. But I think, I think maybe this year as a supervisor in the stadium, just walking all these miles around, around the, around the stands might keep me warm, <laughs> get a good sweat going up and down the stairs. We'll we'll see once we get there. That lakefront wind definitely is killer in uh, in late November. Yeah, and you know back then when I worked at Soldier I was younger and had a, you know I got a better tolerance for the cold now. And you know I'm always outside ice skating rinks and whatever, um, so I got a better tolerance for it. But um, like you know I've been, I've been trying to recruit you. So and Kyle has been trying to recruit you. You know to come inside. The ballpark, uh, but you, you know, and you give me every excuse in the book as to why that won't happen. <laughs> but <laughs> excuse, I don't know if they're excuses, but <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I'm sure Mary Beth would kill me if I take her employee from the rooftop that she loves because everybody speaks highly of you um, and bring them inside. She'd be like, Frank, what are you doing? You're supposed to help me out, bitch staff, not take them from me. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you definitely, you know, and we say it all the time uh, to you and to ourselves, uh, Joe would fit in great over um, at our park. And I'm sure people that are watching this are like, yeah, you know, your take on leadership and your style is pretty cool. And uh, from 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 your, this angle, people can't tell, even though you said it earlier uh, that, you know, because of your size, they put you um, at barricades and you flip human beings. They can't tell from this angle, um, but you can be a wrestler. <laughs> I never wrestled, but yeah, I, I definitely could. I oh, could yeah, hang with some wrestling. Sure. <laughs> you football? What do you play? Any sports? I I played football and I still play uh, collegiate baseball. So I'm, I'm big into baseball. I play baseball still. You told me that. What do you play again? Uh, I'm a first baseman. First baseman. So you like... Uh, not, I want to say Rizzo, but that that probably insult you if I say Rizzo because there are other people that you like other than Rizzo. <laughs> but um, tell me well, what. I mean, I, I would take I would take the Rizzo comparison. <laughs> I, first, when I heard baseball, I think of Cub players. Well, he's not a Cub anymore. But um, so so what what are your stats? How good are you? So actually, um, I've been a pitcher for the last couple of years. Um, but I had an arm injury and I was playing first base a little bit throughout the time. So I'm just transitioning back to first base full time now. So I don't have any collegiate stats at first base. But that, that picking up human beings and flipping them every at these concerts, that doesn't, that doesn't affect you, you know, right? <laughs> at all? I've definitely sustained uh, a few injuries while working. Um, but no, it does not affect me. I, I've, I've been, been through that quite a bit through sports and all that stuff. So I'm just used to that at this point. Did you watch the uh, World Series? Uh, I had a chance to catch the end of the last game last night. Uh, it's been pretty busy over the weekend, so I couldn't watch all the games. But watching the Braves beat the Astros definitely was nice as a as a Sox fan and just as a baseball fan. So you're, you're, the you're, not, a, so you're not an Astros person, huh? 
Absolutely not. <laughs> is it because of Absolutely not. because of the cheating thing, or is it just in general? Uh, definitely started with cheating. It started there for sure, and uh, them taking out the White Sox too is is also not the not the greatest feeling to have. So, not not a big Astros fan. Okay, okay. Now this is gonna be my last question for you, and then I'm gonna um, let you go from this. Uh, interrogation here but <laughs> um so um if you could work um one event at the supervisor anywhere in the world it could be any sport one event uh it's my dream event i would love to work it what would it be uh i mean for me i'd love to work a, a Sox world series game I would love to go to it, but I think it would make more sense to work it because buying a ticket would probably cost me a lot. <laughs> but I would love to work uh, a Sox World Series game. Uh, obviously, I have worked a World Series game with the Cubs, and we got a ring. Yeah, I wow. can't. I can't imagine what that was like. I bet that was awesome. <laughs> I don't think anybody worked. Well, we worked, but I don't think that we really worked. I feel like exactly. Uh, yeah. In the Cubs situation, though, if you remember, um, we were on the verge of elimination at home, so. The, the the pressure was, you know, everybody walking around on eggshells, like, don't jinx this, don't step on any cracks, don't bring yeah. any goats, don't have any black cats in the house. Like, everybody, every little thing was, like, you know, insane. Yeah, um, the superstition was on all-time yeah, high. Yeah, <laughs> uh, in my section where I was at, in the terrace, in, by the suites, there's John Travolta, there's uh, Lady Gaga, there's Amy Schumer, there's uh, Chance the Rapper. So, you know, it was, it was just a... Uh, it was a moment that, you know, um, and then they won those two games. So you're like, ah, but then you got to go to Cleveland. So um, I do wish yeah. for you that you get to have that. Um, <laughs> hopefully, here. hopefully someday in my life. Yeah. And hopefully it's, hopefully it's against the Cubs. And, you know, uh, we'll see. We'll settle this war, you know, finally. <laughs> yeah. Finally, one day, I think the city might explode if that day ever comes. Yes, I do. I think that's the... Uh, <laughs> that would uh, be anarchy in the city. Oh, I think so, too. Uh, but, Joe, again, like I said, every day I see you, uh, nothing but respect for you. Um, you do a great job. I wish I can be, you know, in your league at Soldier Field because you're just doing it. You're killing it. Like, great job. Hey, man, I've had a lot of fun working with you, and, and you and Kyle do a great job, too, coming into S3 and just just kind of picking that all up like that right off the bat. Uh, definitely a different environment. So seeing you guys adapt to that real quick was helpful for me too. Cause I didn't know having two new guys, how that was going to go. Or I think, I think we had three, I think it was three. Um, so yeah, I've, I've enjoyed working with you guys a lot. Yeah. I think different is not the right word. It's a strange environment. <laughs> strange is, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If there was another podcast episode to talk about some of the strangeness that's <laughs> happened in the years um, uh, at the barricade, for sure. <laughs> I'm sure that once people see this, uh, they're going to want us to have you on here again. Hey, Frank, bring that Joe guy back. Um, so I'm sure this won't be the last time that we talk. But um, thank you very much, Joe. Uh, I'm glad you all got to meet uh, a supervisor from another team, another stadium, uh, other than only seeing the Cubs. Uh, and you all get to see why he's um, one of our favorite people over at Soldier Field. So, um, Joe, thank you. And uh, those of you that are watching, we'll catch you all in the next episode.